Welcome to series three of Tipsy Tourism, the podcast where we visit top tourist attractions whilst enjoying some alcoholic beverages in an incredibly responsible manner. I'm Chelsea. And I'm James. And if you've listened to Tipsy Tourism before, you'll quickly realise that we're doing things a little differently for series three. Yeah, so instead of hearing us at a tourist destination straight away, we're inviting you to hear what happens before. Us debating about where to go, what to do. Yeah, basically. So in doing so, you'll hear loads of ideas of what you can do in visiting the same destination. And in the next episode, we're taking you with us, as we always did, as we select an activity and enjoy some drinks whilst we do it. Yeah, that's exactly the same as what we've done before. So, where are we this week? We are in... Drumroll. Together. <laughs> Prague! Which is in the Czech... Slovakia. No. Czech Republic. Correct. That's old. Yeah, that's old. And there's your first learn for today. (laughs) That Czech Republic used to be called Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Well done. Um, And we are actually coming to you from our hotel room. We are staying at a hotel called Mama Shelter. Yeah. We've stayed in it in London before. We have. There's a few of them dotted around, you know. It's a very nice hotel. Yeah, it's a really good... The reason why, and if you don't know this, um, I'm a bit obsessed with, like, cheap holidays. Uh, and this is a very good chain of hotels if you want something a bit trendy, but not too expensive. Yeah. And speaking of uh, cheap... Guess uh, how much it was. I don't know. Tell me. No, no, no. Forget the room. I mean, the, oh, room, the room price The room price was fine. That was about 60 quid a night, which is pretty good. Oh, this... Uh, yeah, this is the more important the thing. The more important thing is this. Cheers. The price of the beer. Guess how much? Go on, go on. In your head, how much do you reckon a pint of beer is at our hotel? Bear in mind, it's at a hotel bar, which is always a bit more expensive. £1.70. £1.70 for Bloody... half a litre of beer. Oh, my God. Let me have a little sip. Because that's right. Even though um, in this episode, we're not leaving the hotel, we still will be partaking in some, you know, local local Cheers. beverages. Mm. Mm. It's pretty good, actually. Not too shabby at all. Um, have you also checked out the other thing that is uh, pretty... It's, in fact, it's not even cheap. It's what? free Which, at this hotel. Uh, the bath products? The ba- I mean, It does have some toiletries. Uh, a three-in-one for your hair, body, and uh, conditioner. Yeah, like head and shoulders. No, that's probably, you know, not something to brag about. But one thing they do brag about when you book it online is that <laughs> every room comes with a selection of... Ad- free adult films. Adult films! Let's just turn the telly on now to make sure that we can get some of this. Now, is all of the porn that they've got. Uh, you can Excuse filter me. it by actors, genres, languages, or years. I'm going <laughs> to go for years. I'm going to go for some vintage. The oldest they have is 2017. Oh, very vintage. That was a great year. Oh, Oh, just three in that year. Wow. Let's go back. Okay, just to describe this to you. Yeah. If you were thinking perhaps, you know, the covers of these these um, adult entertainment movies wow. uh, are going to be suggestive but not explicit, um, you'd be thinking wrong. Jesus Christ, they are... What about One Night in Budapest? Oh, that sounds going lovely. There. We are going to Budapest soon. Don't put it on. I'm fast forwarding. I think it's got trailers. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, okay. We're six minutes in and there's a lot of cocks. James! Oh, there we go. Okay, stop. Okay, we'll stop that. (laughs) 
Oh, no, I've just was... spit. <gasps> James, I've just spilt my beer all over the bed. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Sorry. Sorry, too. I think that stains just as... Oh. Anyway, so... <laughs> okay, other than watching uh, some slightly risque films, what have we been up to and what have we done so far? Uh, we've We've gone on a walking tour. Yeah, that's one of our favourite things to do. And I know it's a favourite thing for many people who are travelling to new uh, cities, especially, is to get yourself on the free walking tours that they do. They're normally like two and a half hours and you get just a massive hit of history. And that's why I think they're really good for putting where you are into context and why things are the way they are. For example, one of the things we realised straight away, we're like, Prague is beautiful and it's got so many beautiful buildings and i did think this cannot have been hit as badly by the second world war yeah because most places in this area have got either a teeny tiny old town that's correct or have got a lot of new buildings whereas this feels super old and in fact this is something that we learned on the walking tour the the building yeah the one yeah only only one building got properly um destroyed it was shelled yeah by accident by the Americans who thought Prague was Dresden in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, but otherwise, that is why there's such splendid architecture here. Uh, what was your favourite bit of the walking tour? Um, at the very start of the walking tour, I saw a truck that was called... It was a, a delivery truck for mm-hmm. a supermarket called Fanny Market. And right. that was... Uh, I, I was filming that. I enjoyed that. I also saw a wine shop... Um, next to a coffee shop that sold Illy coffee. Mm-hmm. And I really uh, entertained myself by uh, aligning the W of the wine yeah. with the Illy of the coffee shop uh, to make my own fun sign. So um, ba- basically your enjoyment stemmed from nothing that that lovely man Sean was saying in the walking tour. He took us on the route which allowed me to see these things, right. but I found my own fun. After the shop, put the telly back on. Um, no, anyway, so that, that's what I enjoy. What did you enjoy? Well, I've just told you all the history. Oh, fine. For God's sake, you're <laughs> learning stuff about the buildings and the the previous kings and the Bohemian dynasties, all that stuff. Okay, fine. Yeah. You don't remember any of that no, stuff, do you? I don't. No. Um, we also went to a beer hall, which I'm going to absolutely butcher how you say it, but it's spelled L O K A L. Locale. Is that where we had food? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a beer hall. Uh, it is in the more touristy area, but the great thing about it is that the price of the beer is it's still good. £1.97 That's for, all right. for like a pint, a proper glass, uh, a tankard, if you will. Uh, the food was very... Your basic Czech food. Think meat and mash. It was. The mash was very good. The mash was bloody fantastic. Also, one of their like, uh, Czech foods that they bloody love here is a pork knuckle. I'm not down for that. If you like ham hock, apparently it's very nice. Oh, really? Maybe we should try that so later we, on. I wish I actually had have tried that. Well, we've still got time, James. We do. Uh, another place that came so, so highly recommended by loads of people that I spoke to, and we just happened to pass by it, was uh, a cocktail bar called Black Angels. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's in the old town. And you go down and it's in this kind of cave area. And the cocktail's around seven quid. They know, they know their shit. Because the guy came down and was like, what are you feeling? Yeah. And then went off and made me one. So I love it when they're able to do that. And there was a pianist playing. Hey, you can't say that. 
pianist. Pianist. Yes. And he was very good. However, he, we think it might have been... Well, I I couldn't say. I It we, might have been him, but it might not have been him. I think it was him, um, Your Honour. He was on the fragrant side. I mean, someone was. It might have been him. It might have been a customer. It might have been a waiter. I'm not, I'm not pointing any fingers, right? And then... A couple came and sat down next to us mm-hmm. and then shielded us, we think, from the yeah. smell. Um, but then what we did do is just spent the next hour of our entire time in that bar <laughs> thinking about if it was a smelly piano player, what would his name be? Yes. And I think I, I peaked at the very beginning. Yeah, you definitely did. Because Bec- we, we would not have begun this if James hadn't turned to me and just went, Elton Pong. Oh, no, I, Elton Pong. How good is that? Elton, Elton Pong. And I, then we try to think of other ones, but nothing beat the Elton Pong. No, I'm really bad at puns, it turns out. Uh, I was really, really struggling. Uh, you had another good one, actually. I know, uh, Gary Balbio. <laughs> Gary Balbio. That's all right, isn't it? Stinky Wonder. Stinky Wonder is is low. Matt Smellamy. Matt Bellamy from... That was mine. Was that yours? That was mine, and you said it was shit, so I can't believe you're bringing it up and trying to claim it now. Uh, the only one I think was worthy of me even saying it on this podcast, which I think is a, it's a, it's one that you have to think about for a second. Uh, Lady Gag. Oh, well, I think that's good. That's all right. I think that's a clever one. Tiestbo. Does Tiesto play the piano? Tiesto has a piano. I think in one of his be, songs. I think you're stretching it a bit now. Um, I thought of one yesterday when we were on our walking tour. Yeah. I mean, this is another stretch. You're going to say this is shit. Uh, Wolfgang Armadeus, most fart. Most fart. Most fart. Most fart. Don't put Wolfgang. I, just, I just, just call it Mozart. Most fart. Most fart. Yeah, that's good. I don't know if it was obvious enough. Uh, what about um, Claude de Pussy? Who? Now you've got to You're do joking. like you've got to do names of like Debussy is like the most famous piano player ever. Nah, are no you, one's heard of him. Are you jo- Claire de Lune? You bloody love Claire de Lune. Don't even lie. I think it's on one of your playlists. Don't know who that is. Shut up. You need something like Shat Stevens. That <laughs> that's the level that we're at. Stuff that everyone's heard of. If yeah, it does, Cat Stevens play the piano. Yes. No, 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 no. I don't know if they just do. Google does Cat Stevens play the piano. He's gonna... a pianist. No, he's a bloody guitarist. Oh my god. Uh, any more? No. Stink. Stink. <laughs> that was an hour of our, our time in that bar. Oh, I mean, things happen like this when you've been housemates for over eleven years. You mm. know, you really do struggle when it comes to conversations. Um. Elton Pong, just can I just say that that's the peak. Anyway, move on. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Oh, you've nearly finished. I know. Oh my god. I've got to get downstairs. I've got some catching up to do. Shall we discuss? What we're going to review for Tipsy Tourism yes. in the next episode. Okay, I've got a few selections for you. Yeah. Is it going to be a difficult decision? There's a lot to choose from. Okay. Okay, I've been on YouTube. Yeah. I've been on TripAdvisor. These are both websites. I've asked the Tipsy Tourism listeners on our Instagram for their Prague recommendations, which... If, by the way, you're like, what? I didn't know you were doing that. That's because you're not following us. Follow us. It's uh, Tipsy Tourism on Instagram, funnily enough. Um, 
so I have compiled the places that came up lots and also the ones that I think would make a really great tipsy tourism episode. So are you ready? What have you thought of? Well, there is a very clear category and I would like to say thank you to everyone listening who put in a recommendation because they know us very well. Mm -hmm. Because I would say a good... Like 10 that were reoccurring were all drink related. That's what we want. Yeah, it's funny that. So I've chosen the ones that um, I think would work really well. The first is called The Pub. Brilliant. The Absolutely pub brilliant. That's where I'm living. <laughs> is the name of a bar. But this is what makes it special. And this came from Jane on Instagram. She said, each table at the pub has its own beer pump. And then it logs the amount of beer your table drinks on a big video screen so you can see how much you've drunk compared to everyone else in the establishment. Oh, so it's like a competition. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure it fits in with our whole drinking responsibly patter. That is what you said at the start. Yeah. <laughs> so perhaps that's also, an instant no. There's loads of stag do's here. Yeah. Um, and they're going to beat us in that because there's only two of us. That is not the way to... You are thinking very negatively, James. Yeah, I am. Come on. Come on. We can do it for the tipsy tourism listeners. Um, how much do you reckon a beer is there? A beer will be... It sounds quite touristy. Mm-hmm. Two, three quid. No, two fifty, three quid. Two pound and four pence. Two pound, four pence. Which I actually think is really good for a tourist place. That, that is above average in the city of Prague for it a beer. It is, but you can definitely spend a lot more on a beer. In some of the on on the walking tour we did, they they pointed out an Irish bar that will charge you about three pound fifty. I mean that's good. Yeah. But it's just it's going to be sitting in a pub. All right, don't give away what we're going to go for just yet, hun. I don't, I don't know what we're, we're doing yet. I'm, I, what, okay, let me explain it to you. Mm. I'm going to give us a whole host of options. Okay, so option one is the pub. Yeah, and then we're going to decide. So. Try and keep an air of mystery, you know. Oh yeah, oh, fine. Oh God, we could do that, wouldn't it? Be great. It's not going to be the pub. <laughs> the second one is the beer spa. Now this nice. came up a lot. Uh, a Prague beer spa is a private cave-like room where you and a few of your friends, if you fancy, relax in oak hot tubs filled with beer ingredients, all while enjoying unlimited beer from the tub taps. Not from the tub. From the tub. <laughs> That's nice. Okay. Don't you think that is very as? Yeah. I've got to say. That, Sit in a bath. Yeah. You're really uniting two things that we love, like chilling out, drinking beer. The one thing I will flag is that these tend to be for like 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. And they say unlimited beer. And you, you get excited, don't you? How much realistically can you drink in 30 minutes? Well, we're looking at around £50 per person. Woo! <laughs> for like half an hour. Which, if you... Right, bear in mind, the cheapest pint we've had so far was £1.21. Yeah. yeah? So we would need to drink 41.3 beers to, to break even. That's more than a beer a minute. Yes. So... That's I, I'm just putting it out there. So oh, it's, well, that's saying unless we extend it to an hour, then it's just under a beer a minute. Uh, but it gets more expensive. Yes. Okay. Fine. <laughs> so it's all it's all a, a ratio of. A, but sitting in a bath of beer and then having a beer, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I think that sounds quite fun actually and quite relaxing. We haven't done like a spa treatment on Tipsy Tourism so far. No, we haven't. Okay. Next. This is very you, James. In fact, this could be the most 
you attraction I've ever heard of. Can't say it, but bear with me. Vitopna, Vitopna restaurant mm. in Prague has a miniature railway which delivers your drinks to you via miniature train. Uh, I've seen this. Lots of people message me on Instagram about okay. this restaurant slash bar. But yeah, they have little trailers that their beers arrive on in front of you. You take them off and then they drive back to the bar and yeah. deliver someone else a drink. Yeah. And I read on their website as well. They were like, this isn't a gimmick. It's very complex technology. And the restaurant owners are like super, super passionate about it. Um, and they've developed their miniature train network for years. So it's not just to get... I mean, I'm sure the punters do come in because of that, but they bloody love it. I love the idea of that. Yeah. Guess how much for a beer? How much for... Uh... More, more or less than the pub. More. It is more. £2.25. Still still reasonable. Still very reasonable. And I feel like you're paying them for... For the choo-choos. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like that could be a real... That's very in at the minute, like train travel with Francis Bourgeois off of Instagram. And oh, yeah. So <gasps> we could go train spotting. We could go train spotting there and strap GoPros to our heads as we drink the beer. Yes. Yes. Not very visual. It's more visual art than podcast audio. <laughs> Um, but it would look great great on Instagram. Okay, that's good. Do they deliver food or is it just drinks? They do food as well, yeah. By the train? Or yeah. does it have to be small pint-sized? <laughs> they might have to stuff all the food in pint glasses. That's fine. <laughs> I have no idea, but I imagine that maybe the, the food comes by train as well. Uh, the final drink-related thing that was said to me many, many times is anonymous bar which is a mysterious cocktail bar hidden in the streets of Old Town. And it's all inspired by... Have you? I mean, I already know this answer. Have you seen the movie V for Vendetta? No. Do you know what it's about? Uh, I don't. <laughs> well, basically, the bar, they say that um, they're inspired by three souls. Uh, first of all, it's Guy Fawkes. Yeah. 1605. You know the story of Guy Fawkes. He tries to blow up. Uh, Parliament. Parliament. And the second one is 392 years later, a man called V. Uh, I think he was. Vince. <laughs> this is what the comic books and the film V for Vendetta is based on. I think he had a similar kind of ploy. And then the third one is attributed to the anonymous movement that we are living in right now, the hackers. Oh, oh, anonymous is in. Oh, the. um. Hotel that we're in yeah. puts masks on each... Oh, we've got an anonymous mask right here, actually. The, the hotel that we're in, Mama Shelter, gives us these masks on mm-hmm. each of our lampshades on our sides of the bed. You've got a Spider-Man mask for some <laughs> yeah. reason, and I've got the anonymous hacker mask. Yeah, which actually is what they wore in V for Vendetta as well. So I'm wearing it now. Yeah. So essentially, the bar takes on the spirit of all those three movements, and that's, yeah, that's what they're trying to... Uh, give you a taste of when you go So, Anna, I don't really understand. It's a bar that is inspired by a movie. Um, and is it just a theme bar? Or does it do something stupid? Or know. is it cheap? I haven't been. It's, it's a fancy cocktail bar, but their whole ethos is wrapped around these... Um, are they, like, rebels? Legends. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole ethos is wrapped around the anonymous movements. Uh, cocktails start are about £7.79, which seems pretty standard here, actually. Can I just say hello to the anonymous people? I like the work you do. Please don't hack us. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think you're great. I love what you do. And I like your masks. 
yeah, the masks are great. Uh, beer there, quite expensive, £3.64. You can charge what you want, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's fine with us. I'll pay it. Would you like to hear some non-drink related activities? Yes. The first one comes from Jade on Instagram. Now, Jade, you were the only person to suggest this. However, I was intrigued. The name of it is the Sex Machines Museum. Oh, what is that? I wonder. <laughs> well, Should what... I put the telly back on? <laughs> no. What I found really interesting was their description on the website versus what Jade said on Instagram. So on the website it says, The Sex Machines is the only museum devoted to sex machines in the world. Yeah, I wonder why. Uh, it was opened in 2001. It's visited by thousands of visitors. It spans over three floors and is located in a historic building from the 17th century. Like, they're really going for education. No one wants to know about the building. They want to know what machines they are <laughs> and what do they do. Jade on Instagram, however, said... Sex Machines Museum is interesting to say the least. Also kind of shit and weird as fuck. But it is a laugh. I'm sure it was open late, so you can literally go at any time. Wow. I feel like that's the review. Like, we need more honest reviews like that, don't we? Shit, but weird, but good. Open late, we can go at any time. Yeah. What kind of... Go on, have a quick look at what contraptions there might be. Have they got a website? They have. Have they they now? Sex Machines Museum... Prague. Good luck to your Google history, though. 350 items, three floors of fun. Doesn't say that, of <laughs> exhibition. <laughs> right. Looking for machines. So, entry. <laughs> well, here we go. Right, say what you see. That oh, my is, God. That is like, you know when you go to a harbour in a, in a village or a town and there's those cannons that are on, like, the harbour side... Imagine take the cannon off and put a giant penis. Like, that is that is taller than me. It reminds me of the pencil from the Pencil Museum. It was like a, it was like a seven foot penis. Oh, wow. God. Oh, well, that sold it to us instantly. I'll make your eyes water. And then there's a chair. That just looks like a commode. That's just a toilet. Some people like that. Do you know, um, James knows this because I, I shared um, the, the fact that I didn't know with him. I once made a programme about sex for BBC, nonetheless, and I went to interview someone who was a financial dominatrix. And I, I was chatting to her about all the kind of services she offers, and she says, I do everything but scat. And I said to him, God, how weird, when I came home. How weird that she will literally do anything, but she doesn't like a little bit of doobie ba 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 And it wasn't until James didn't know either. I told someone else, and they were like, yeah. Scat, oh, I knew. Did you know? Yes, dis- disgusting. Scat is when you're into uh, doing things with excretion. Um, so there's a little learn for you. God, this is such an educational podcast. Oh, well, here we go. Right, there's a okay. Lots of willies. Oh, no. Lots of piercings, lots of boob piercings and tassels. and. Okay. Very visual, though, again. And there's a machine that looks like it's very industrial. Anyway, stop looking at stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, quite expensive for Prague. Yeah. £8.66 for entry. Oh. Uh, so that's an option. 
The next one. I feel like they missed a trick if it was three pence more. Next option, yeah, go on. Three pence more. Oh, anyway, go 69. On. Jesus Christ. Prague pedalos. We have not, we have yet to do a podcast on a mode of transport, right? Unless you count the postal train. Or the hot air balloon. Oh, shit. Okay. My memory's terrible. Um, but they have pedalos here on the Vltava River. And beautiful river. It is a very, very beautiful city. So imagine that's gorgeous as you pedal out. Yeah. Also very romantic. No. We haven't done anything that romantic. Actually, hot air balloon was pretty romantic as well. It was not romantic. No, it could have been. There was six of us in that bucket. <laughs> basket. Bucket. No one wants to hear romantic things. Uh, that Back would... to the sex museum. <laughs> that would cost you uh, £17.32p for the hour. Okay. Yeah. So do, you that... like the, do you like the idea of a peddler? Yeah, I do too. But it's been a bit colder, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. So we'll have to see what the weather's like. The final thing for your consideration, sir. Yes. Comes from Katie on Instagram. And Katie, as much as I love you, I also hate you because I hate this. I hate this recommendation to the extent where I nearly didn't tell you about it. Go on. Because I knew you were going to get excited. Go on. It's called Thrill Park Prague, which Mm. initially I'm like, I love a roller coaster, sign me up. But no, it's a haunted house where you've got costume actors, they've got an escape room, and they've got a virtual reality with zombie shooting as well. Amazing. But the main thing is the haunted house. And basically, you enter this underground horror house where horrible things happen, and it says, can you face the evil that lurks there and survive? Yes. It's 25 minutes. Perfect time. Do you want to watch the trailer together? Yes, I do. I haven't watched it yet, because I'm actually terrified. Genuinely. The website do one thing... Every day that scares you. In the heart of Prague is an old dungeon. Explore its evil history. Experience horror, excitement, obstacles, adrenaline. So you've got to escape. For real. There's one escape room. Absolutely not. That looks great. That looks bloody. No, you're not starting again. No. 25 minutes is perfect for the podcast. It is. This is this is the problem. Look how much fun they're having. I'm very aware of Look. how perfect this would be, but I'm the ultimate scaredy cat. You may have listened to us do the Oxford yes. prison horror walk. Yes, we did. But that was suitable for 12-year-olds for us. This one, they actually says we do not re- recommend it to children at all. And can I read you some reviews? Yes. Because this is the reason that really turned me off this idea. Someone said, uh, all the visuals, the tools, everything, so well done. I would recommend this. Stop there. Brilliant. That's all we need to know. No, hang on. I would recommend this to everybody. In brackets, as long as you are healthy. <laughs> well. Someone else said, someone else said, if you're going to Prague and don't have a pacemaker, you have to add this to your list. Do you have a pacemaker? No, but I might pretend uh, I do. Are you healthy? No. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. So that's a double tick. And someone else says, the worst, best experience of my life. An amazing welcoming. Everything is made so that you feel the horrific atmosphere from the beginning to the end. If you think 25 minutes is short, well, you'll never see time the same way that you used to. We were only two and had a great scary adventure. I definitely recommend it if you're feeling courageous enough. 
I definitely recommend it. And how many stars has Michelle gave it? Five. Five stars. Yeah, but the, the key thing is, if you feel courageous enough. Yes. Let's do that. But Let's what, co- all everyone will listen to is just us screeching. I won't scream. <laughs> that I, sounds brilliant. Oh, it, honestly, if you are into that kind of thing, the reviews are incredible. Like, that is easily the thing that I've seen with the best reviews. Chelsea ships her pants at everything. I don't think I can bloody do it, guys. Um, for 25 minutes, it's £23.38 each. So quite pricey. That is pricey. But you're paying for the actors. Yeah, okay. And so all that kind of So thing. can we summarise what our options are? Let's go back to your list. Okay. The pub. Beer spa. The train pub. Anonymous bar. A sex machine museum. Prague pedalos. And the thrill park, the scary Prague museum thing. Yeah, so they are the choices. Which one do you think we should do? Pop it in a review. Oh, yeah, you could do that. The reviews really, really help us, by the way, in terms of getting it in front of new people. Um, And particularly if you are listening on Apple, I think you just go to the page where all the episodes are. You keep scrolling down. Do five stars, please. And then just write something. Yeah, write a review. Um, and share which one you think we should do. You could even share your own pongy piano player <laughs> pungs there too. So can, have you got? A, have you been thinking? Oh, there's a piano player that they've forgotten about. That's better than Elton Pong. <laughs> Obviously or Matt, not. Or Matt Smellamy. Um, yeah, you could pop it into the review there. Stin. Thank you so much for listening, and make sure that you join us next time where we're leaving the hotel and taking you with us on one of those tourist attractions. Where will it be? Okay, speak to you then. Bye! Bye.